Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. So welcome to this next online message from Arena Church via our YouTube channel. And whenever you're accessing it, whatever time of the day, we're praying again that God will speak to you, minister to you. You may be a grounded believer. You may be somebody that's really seeking the faith and uh, the uh, ways of Jesus. And we're praying and believing that God will just really bless you this year. We're at this particular moment at the beginning of the year speaking about prayer. And prayer is really summed up in that word communication. It's us speaking to God and then also allowing God to speak to us. And as we grow in faith, we learn to discern in our heart, our inner being, the voice of God to our hearts. Not audible, very occasional that may happen, but to our heart. And we build a communication with God. Sometimes people live by comparison and feel that they're not very good at prayer. But as someone said, don't pray as you can't, pray as you can. Be you in your relationship with God. Last time we were beginning a look at John 17, which we have broken down as the chapter does into three parts. Praying for ourselves and Jesus freshly committing himself as he came to the end of his life on earth to do God's will and to accomplish all that God had called him to do. We now want to look for a few moments at what is entitled Jesus praying for his disciples. Because the banner headline of these three messages is praying like Jesus. Not as Jesus, but allowing Jesus to be our example. Praying for his disciples. And in this season in Arena Church, we have got a specific period of prayer and fasting that extends over three weeks, praying to God. And in occasions where it's appropriate with all the caveats of health and age, etc., covered, bringing also fasting, which is a voluntary abstinence from food for the purpose of concentrated prayer, leaning in. Interestingly, around the world, there are many Christian churches and communities that are engaging in similar practices and disciplines at this time and how we need to pray for our world. So praying like Jesus, praying, which we've entitled for our friends, because uh, the group of people that spent time with Jesus for over three years, were known as disciples. But also in John 15 and verse 15, Jesus says, I have called you my friends. Now, loneliness has become a real issue in Western society. But I trust that you are able to look out and look on at some people that you would call friends we have friendships at various levels 
some we might call deep friendships, the very circle of our life. Other people a little less so, but we would recognise them as friends in our world. Friendship sometimes cannot always be easy to maintain and work through. Jesus called the disciples his friends, but you only have to read the good news books to see that there must have been times when Jesus was frustrated with their attitudes and yes, even perhaps on occasions irritated when they got it wrong. But friendship prevailed and it reflects togetherness and community and unity. And God wants every one of us to be connected to others beyond ourselves. <clears throat> so, as we turn our gaze in these few moments to pray for others, we're going to try and glean four principles from John 17, verses 6 to 19. For the purpose of this uh, ministry, I don't have time to read those verses, but if you're able to access them through a physical Bible or via your phone, John chapter 17 verses 6 to 19, this is where these few thoughts are coming from. So, praying for your friends, those in the faith and those that you want still to come to the faith. And let's believe again in a God who answers prayer and that out of these prayers, great fruits will come to others. Firstly, prayers of affirmation. In verse 9, Jesus says, I pray for them. And the them, in the context, were the disciples, his friends. Jesus gathered 12 men around him for the purpose of instructing them, imparting to them, encouraging them and teaching them and ultimately to leave them with the task of ministering the gospel following his death, his resurrection and his ascension back to the Father's right hand in heaven. As we read the gospels, as I've already alluded to, they got it wrong on numbers of occasions. And at times, of course, we learn more through the times that we get it wrong than the times that we get it right. But he was patient, he was kind, he was directive, he was helpful. And ultimately, even though there were times when these disciples did get it wholly wrong, they had a tremendous impact on the first century and beyond with their apostolic teaching and ministry. Who were these people? Well, Matthew 10 gives us the list. Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, another James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, another Simon, the Zealot, and of course, Judas. They were his friends and he prayed for them. I wonder as we are just on the beginnings of 2023, you might want to create a friends list for this year, writing down perhaps a, a number of people that you are going to 
particularly pray for. And perhaps when you meet them, and you may meet them regularly or perhaps more occasionally, you can really say and mean it, I am praying for you. Such a statement of affirmation always brings great encouragement. And then secondly, prayers of protection. In verse 11, it says, I pray that you would protect them by the power of your name. Here was Jesus praying for his friends, not that life would be cosy and convenient and comfortable. In fact, in following Jesus, sometimes it can be the very opposite. But that in all the challenges that they faced, they would know the power of God in Jesus Christ. Around the world today, there are still many believers who have friends whose life is on the line for the cause of standing for the good news of Jesus Christ. And they are so blessed when they know that other people are praying for them, praying they won't get distracted, praying that they won't get diverted from the path of following Jesus. As one verse in the New Testament says, you were running a good race, who cut in on you? And praying that this year, nobody will be taken out by the enemy, but friends will continue to stand in the will and purpose of God because others are praying for them. And then what about prayers of illumination? In verses 15 to 18, Jesus says, I'm praying that you won't take these people out of the world, even though they are not of the world, as I am not of the world. Now, these verses have sometimes been a little misunderstood. And we recognise that there are Christian communities around the world that have made the decision to remove themselves from what we would call the regular rhythms of life and the world. And I attended one such community whilst I was on holiday last year. Perhaps Jesus is not so much talking here about isolation, removing ourselves from this big bad world, but imposition and illumination to be salt and to be light. And when he's speaking there about the world, he's not speaking about his beautiful order of creation and the lovely things that we can enjoy as we holiday and go for walks. He's speaking about the spirit of the age that works against God and his purposes. And so praying for our friends, that each of them would make a difference. Praying for your friends in business. Praying for your friends in the marketplace. Praying for your friends in the National Health Service, in the police, in the emergency services. Praying for your friends who teach in schools, work on the building site, are engaged in IT, serve in the shop. The list is endless. And all over the nation and all over the earth today, we have people that are working out their faith in the world. Sometimes the world 
that is hostile to the faith. Sometimes where it's not difficult, uh, not easy, sorry, to live with integrity and honesty. But right in that real world, making a difference. It may be that people, as you pray for them, are praying for you. And so the whole thing begins to work. Let me just say that it may be that you're not a preacher or a platform person, but it doesn't diminish your faith. There's a sense where we're all full-time believers in whatever context God has placed us. Not hectoring people, not arguing with them, but influencing and illuminating and such touches others. And finally, prayers of sanctification. In verse 17, Jesus prays for his friends, sanctify them by your truth. Now that's a long Bible word, but it interchanges with that simple four-letter word, holy. And holy speaks about being different, being Christ-like, praying for your friends that they would become a little bit more like Jesus. I'm thankful for the example that we've got from Jesus today that takes us from praying for ourselves, perfectly laudable, to fixing our gaze on those in our world that are our friends. Friends in the faith and friends yet to step into the faith. Keep praying for them. Pray prayers that are particular to you out of the principles that we've tried to share. Pray prayers that affirm your friends. Pray prayers of protection. Pray prayers that will cause them to be salt and light in their world. Pray prayers that will encourage them to grow a little bit more like Jesus. And as we do so, people will feel the impact of such. They'll know the encouragement and the kingdom will continue to increase and spread out and touch lives. Be assured today that people are praying for you. And as you receive those prayers, why don't you also return in kind and pray for others? Pray for your friends. That's what Jesus did. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the tremendous example of Jesus. Thank you that he came to this earth to live as an example for us, to influence, to shape us, to show us. And uh, we thank you for this season of prayer. And uh, as we use this broadcast today, we thank you that prayer is not restricted by a building, by time, by uh, our own limitations, but prayer breaks through all of that. And for everybody that's been listening to this ministry, we pray for them. 
And we ask that they will be so conscious that they're being prayed for. We pray for any that do feel isolated and lonely, that they'll move into a new step of community and togetherness and finding friendship. And Lord, today we think of all those people in our worlds that we'd count as friends, some very, very close and very, very near, some that we perhaps connect with a little bit more occasionally, but we pray for them because that is what you did. And we ask that as we pray for them and continue to pray for them during this year, that you will bless them in an amazing way. Lord, as we close, we ask that if there's anybody listening today that has never yet said that first prayer, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, that today will be the day they'll step into faith and you'll change their life forever. Amen.